Hello everybody and welcome back to my podcast or welcome if you are new. I am so happy right now, like genuinely happy and let me tell you why. So basically, if you have been keeping up with my podcast, you know I talked about the early September motivation kick. Let me just explain. So September is amazing. Fall overall is amazing. It is my favorite season. So I don't know why, but every single year in September, I have this sudden motivation kick and my life goes from procrastinating 24 7 to doing my homework six hours straight taking care of myself excessively reading being active working out a lot and it's so exciting i love that for me and i have been taking advantage of this motivation kick and i've been studying like crazy let me tell you today for example i did all of my homework for my math um extra lesson and there were 100 exercises that were pretty long and i did that today 100 exercises pretty long and my um math extra lesson is actually next saturday period and also i've been studying at biology like crazy because you know i want to go to med school and i need to study excessively at biology and chemistry and i've been doing that and love that for me honestly basically what i want to tell you guys is whenever you have a motivation kick take advantage of that okay overwork yourself and i know that might sound toxic but if you are one of those people who procrastinate just like me overworking yourself sometimes it is so beneficial you know if i'm not overworking myself i'm not working at all period it is important to also take care of yourself not just stay you know, at your desk and do your homework 24-7, okay? Like, take breaks, drink a lot of water, eat really healthy food, you know, have a schedule. I've been having a super healthy schedule lately, like, I'm going to sleep at, let's say, 12, maximum 12 a.m., and I'm waking up super early. Like, if I do not set an alarm, I always wake up at 8, and usually, you know, when I have school, I wake up at 6, which is amazing and I love that. I also told you guys I am on a weight loss journey, basically, and I did not forget about that. You know, I'm still eating really healthy, I'm still losing a lot of weight. I did not go to the gym for the past three weeks, I think, because I needed some time off because I was really doing really bad mentally. And also I needed to figure my shit out because I will start a lot of extra lessons. I have a difficult year coming up, senior year. I need to study like crazy and I need to have amazing time management in order to attend gym. The thing is, if I would, if I would have a car right now, I would just go to the gym every single day. But I do not have a car and of course I cannot tell my dad, hey, can you drive me to the gym every single day, you know? So I will go to the gym. I will not go to the gym that often. I will still attend that. And when I get a car in December or January, I think, I will go to the gym every single day. And I'm so excited for it. Anyways, let's just talk about some things. So if you follow me on my podcast Insta page, you already know what this episode is going to be about. I recommend you guys, if you are interested in my podcast, if you want to support me, if you want to, you know receive news, updates, see pictures of my cat Luna, go ahead and follow my podcast Insta page, which is All Offense Podcast. So anyways, I basically posted on my story what this episode is going to be about. And this episode is going to be about fashion and studying motivation, okay? So I think I'm going to start off with the studying motivation because I already started talking about school and all of that. I know this is a really strong theme on my podcast. I always talk about school because I think even though you are not in school, let's say you are just working or in college, you can still relate to the things I'm saying because I'm always talking about motivation, time management, and my experiences. So anyways, um, I'm going to start with the studying motivation and then I'm going to move on to fashion. So let me tell you from my personal experience. So when the pandemic started, when the whole COVID shit went down, I became miserable and I think we all did to an extent okay but the thing is before COVID I never procrastinated in my life never ever because my mother always told me 
clean your fucking room or I'm not gonna give you money or shit like that, you know? And she always motivated me to do, you know, certain things. And I was a really outgoing person. And one thing that was really unhealthy that I was doing was that I depended on people, you know? I couldn't imagine my life without people. I couldn't imagine being alone in a place. I hated that. So when COVID came around and we were forced to stay in the quarantine, uh, I was devastated because I couldn't see my friends. I couldn't go out. I couldn't do anything. So I did not know what to do. And I just became a master procrastinator, to say the least. So I went from a clean room 24-7 and being organized and having routines to having a depression room if you know what a depression room is oh my god so i was eating constantly in my room i was taking the food with me and instead of you know taking the plates back to the kitchen i stacked them up in my room you know i was too fucking unmotivated and lazy to pick them up and basically (laughs) put them in the fucking sink okay Um, If I had dirty clothes, I would just throw them around the room. I was so messy. I didn't change my uh, bed covers for, I cannot even remember. And I always stayed in bed 24-7. I did not even walk in my house. And I also started overeating. I gained so much weight. I did not do my skincare anymore. And I had a lot of stress on me. I cried a lot. I went through... A really bad depressive episode and I had horrible acne horrible hormonal acne my face was full of cysts I felt so bad about myself you know and I just didn't have motivation to get up brush my hair do my skincare take care of myself you know and for some people who never experienced you know depressive episodes or depression overall they might be like what the fuck you are so fucking musty. But the thing is, some people, when they experience depression and depressive episodes, they allow that to take over their lives, you know? Which is so horrible. And how did I get out of that state? I cannot even remember when I got out of that state. Even when the quarantine lifted and I was allowed to, you know, go outside, see my friends, I was still really miserable. And... I was really affected by this pandemic. This still affects me sometimes because I'm still socially awkward and my conversation skills aren't as good as they were before. So anyways, now if I go through a depressive episode, I am not allowing myself to do that ever again. Never. If I have a depressive episode, which I had this summer, it was really horrible, um... I still cleaned my room. I still forced myself to do things, you know? That's why I'm saying sometimes overworking yourself is the way, you know? Because when you feel like you want to sit in bed and that's it, and you, with willpower, you get yourself up, you do your skincare, you apply your SPF on, okay? That is really important. You put on some oil in your hair, okay? Brush your hair, take care of yourself, clean your room, do your homework. You feel so overworked, but it's for your good. You know what I'm saying? That's why people who say, oh my gosh, but homework is useless, annoy the shit out of me, you know? Because you cannot just pay attention in class and then go back home and be like, okay, I know everything. You need practice, you know, to learn things. You need practice. The only way I learned math and I'm good at math right now is because I worked a lot at math. This summer, I went to extra lessons at math once a week and I was doing my homework consistently. And I did not want to do that. I was just, oh my God. You know when it's really hot outside and you just want to go out and drink an ice latte and just hang out with your friends or go to the beach instead of doing your fucking homework? Like, I did not have any motivation for that and I still pushed myself. And that was the best decision ever because now math for me is so easy and I do not have to worry about it anymore like I just need to learn a few more chapters and that's it that's fucking it and with practice and everything I'm gonna fucking slay (laughs) I'm gonna nail the exam okay 
But anyways, the point of what I just said is motivation 99% of the time doesn't come on its own. You cannot just sit around and wait for motivation to happen <laughs> to come to you and say, okay, now you need to get up and you need to do your homework and you will be like, yes, I want to do that. That's never going to happen. You know, instead of crying because you're fucking stupid, <laughs> go and study. You know, I was doing that. I was just constantly in my bed being like, oh my gosh, I'm so stupid. I will not pass my exams. Bitch, you are stupid because you sit on your fucking bed instead of doing something, you know? So I got my ass up and I started to work and I started to study and now I'm feeling so good about myself. That's why I'm saying forcing yourself is the best way. Overworking yourself, sometimes it is the best thing you can do for yourself. And I know studying is horrible. I do not like that. It drains me a lot. Even though I romanticize it, even though I light 10 candles in my room and I put jazz music and everything of that sort. And if I have the best ambience in the world, studying is not appealing. It is not appealing at all, you know? But you still have to do it. It's one of those things that you have to do, you know? Some things that I did in order to keep studying and not just be like, okay, today I'm going to study for six hours, but next month I'm going to procrastinate. Like consistency. The way I am consistent is I have certain things that motivate me. For example, on my computer, on my PC, I have an app called Notion. Install that app right now. I do not know if it's available on mobile. I'm not sure. I do not think so. But if you have a laptop or a PC or something like that, install Notion. It is so amazing. Notion is basically an app where you can put your school schedule or make checklists or, you know, it's really nice. You can be really creative with it. So basically on my Notion, I have my shopping list. I have studying motivation. I have a gym motivation. I have so many things there that just motivate me. And I also organize my schedule on Notion. You know, I definitely recommend that app. It is pretty difficult to use as a starter, but there are so many videos on YouTube teaching you how to use it. Plus, you can customize your Notion and make it really aesthetically pleasing. If you search Notion aesthetic, you will see how pretty it is, okay? So I definitely recommend having an app for motivation. Or if you do not want to just stay at your computer and write your fucking schedule on it, an agenda is amazing, you know? For me, I would say that agendas do not really work. Like if I buy an agenda with every single day there and I have to write what I did in that day or what I'm planning for that day, I'm not gonna be consistent about it. I bought the cutest agenda from Stradivarius and <laughs> I gave up in March. <laughs> and now I just keep a journal in on my nightstand where I write my to-do lists, where I write my dreams, like what I dream. Um, and also when I'm doing tarot readings for myself, I am always writing the name of the cards and how I interpreted them in that notebook. Because for me, I have a really short memory. And let's say I ask a really important question, some cards pop up, you know, I interpret them, everything is nice, but then I forget it. And I'm like, what the fuck do I need to do about the situation? So I write it down in that journal. And I do not write things in it every single day. You know, when I feel like it and when I need to write something, I will write something. So that is a really nice idea. And if you do not want a journal, if you do not want an app, okay, you have your notes app. Go ahead and do a to-do list on your notes app. You know, it's less appealing, but I guess another thing that gets me in the mood for studying is money. <laughs> Let me tell you about it. So I, when I'm studying at biology, I am envisioning myself in the future, in a few years, you know, being at med school, just being a super amazing student. And after med school is finished, I will have such a huge fucking salary and I could afford Vivienne Westwood. <laughs> that is one of my biggest motivations ever. I am unapologetically, how the fuck do you see this word? Unapologetically, okay, spoiled. Basically, <laughs> my parents, since I was small, even though they did not have money, they spoiled me with what they had and I was always used to being spoiled. I want to spoil myself. You know, that's my biggest motivation in life, honestly. I want to work. I want to make so 
much money and I want to spoil myself and my kids, okay? I am not a gold digger, by the way. Absolutely the fuck not. I want to work for my money and I want to buy luxurious items. I want to buy Vivian Westwood. Oh my god. I dream of having a bag from Vivian Westwood so much. You guys do not even imagine. And also Ralph Lauren, is it called? I think. Oh my god. I just... I want to have money and I want to have my own money. That's the thing. I'm not a gold digger. I do not want to have a partner who is rich and I'm dependent on them. I'm a really independent person and I like to have my own money. That's why I begged my parents to make me a card. And now I have a card and I can do pretty much anything I want. I basically have an allowance every single month and I manage my money. And it is really nice because I learned a lot from this i used to spend money really i used to be really reckless about it but now since i have a card i'm really smart you know regarding money and spendings and whatever so now oh my god let me tell you i have spotify premium <laughs> i had spotify free until today today i was sitting at my pc i was studying whatever and i put my studying playlist and a super long ad came in which really annoys me and I you know I told myself you know what let me just <laughs> and I made a really good deal there was a plan I do not think that is it is available anymore basically it provides you with three months of premium and then you have to pay like five euros a month which is like five dollars I think one euro is one dollar currently which is really affordable if you really think about it because I I listen to music 24 7 and I'm so fucking sick and tired of ads. I know every single ad. And I feel so amazing. I can now listen offline. I can skip through songs without worrying. Oh my gosh, I have six skips per hour. So period. And I feel so independent because I went to the kitchen and I asked my mom, oh, Mom, can I get a Spotify premium subscription? And then she asked me what it was all about. And I told her and then she said, don't you have your own money? Don't you have a card or something? Like, go and do whatever you want with it. I was so fucking happy because I'm independent. I am independent. Even though, like, it's my parents' money, they do not, you know, give me a huge allowance. You know, before I had a card, my mom would give me money every single day and she would give me so much money and it will all go to waste because if I have a lot of money in cash and I go to the mall, for example, I'm like, okay, let me just spend it. And now that I have a card, I really rethink my choices, which is really nice. Anyways, let's go back to studying motivation. So, ambience is really important. Oh my god, I cannot say that word. Important. <laughs> Anyways, every single time I study, I light two candles, right? Like, I have two candles, which are just so amazing. One of them is cinnamon flavored. And another one is from a witchy shop in Brasov in Romania basically um and it is it has vegan wax I never had a candle with vegan wax I think only once in my life I had you know they are really expensive but oh my god they are worth the hype because my whole room smells amazingly and I do not know what flavor it is but I know it's an autumnal blend basically and it is so amazing and the thing is at that little witchy shop in Brasov they make things there like they some things there are handmade and these candles are made with intentions this one is for protection and it is so nice it is called witch's brew and the shop is called june you are the sun which is amazing they also have an online store but i do not know if they ship like internationally because they make their things in romania so i'm not that sure but you can go ahead and try the candle is called witch's brew if you are interested but anyway so i made a condition for myself if i do not study i do not light these candles and i do not get to experience the amazing smell that they have so i have to get my ass up from my bed and study <laughs> and light those candles and be happy you know so making those conditions is really nice Making rewards for yourself is really nice. For example, if you are on a diet, let's say, uh, if you try to eat healthy, you, let's say you study and you will allow yourself after, let's say, a few hours of studying to eat like a little bit of chocolate or something like that. If you give yourself rewards, 
you will study super effectively, okay? Super effectively and super fast. The best reward I gave myself once was a bubble bath. I told myself, okay, I need to get my ass up. I need to study. If I do not study, I'm going to go ahead and take a fucking boring ass shower. But if I complete my studying, I will make the most amazing bubble bath in the world. And I did that and it was just so rewarding. So just those little rewards will keep you motivated. Anyways, let me tell you something that will change your perspective on studying and it will make it seem really easy. I like to organize things, right? And I like to make them seem really easy. You know, for example, if I study at physics, I will make it as easy as possible. I will take a piece of paper and I will write everything with colors and really organized. And it will seem really easy to learn, you know. So I really like to do that when it comes to anything. So let me tell you, there are three mandatory things when it comes to studying. If you want to study effectively and if you want to really just be at the top of your game when it comes to studying and whatever... There are three mandatory things you need to take into oh my god into consideration. So first thing, you need to have a good approach. Second thing, you need to have a good mindset. And third of all, you need to have organization. Now, I'm going to talk about all of those things. So first of all, we are going to start with good approach. Let me give you an example of good approach from personal experience. So in junior year, I decided to start studying for med school. Okay, so I did not know a single thing about what the fuck was I going to do. I did not know what I was going to study, what the college asked for, what the exam was like. I did not have a clue about fucking med school and biology and anatomy and anything. I just was so clueless, you know? So I was really scared of that, but I said, you know what, I'm just going to jump head first in this and we are gonna see what happens so i talked to people who are really familiar with this field you know that's a really good approach talk to people who are into your desired college or who are interested into that desired college of yours you know i talked to people who were actually attending med school who attended in the past med school And I also talk to people my age who want to take the admission exam and go to med school just like me. So I surrounded myself with people who were basically going to be in the same field or are in that field or were in that field. That is really important, okay? After I found out the book that I was supposed to study from, I went ahead and studied from that, you know, that book. And also I watched YouTube videos. That is the best approach you can ever have. For example, there is a channel on YouTube dedicated to studying for med school. And it is exactly from the same book that I study from. And it is so, like, the lessons are so simplified. The girl who is doing the lessons is now, I think, in year four of college, of med school, whatever. And she's this, oh my god, she's a sweetheart. If you want to go to med school... And if you are in Constanza or in any other city, basically, but you want to attend med school in Romania, basically her channel name is Cum Învăț. Oh my god, it is the best thing ever. The best thing ever. That is a good approach. That These are examples of good approach. The next thing is good mindset. You need to be really positive about things, but not overly po- you know, positive. And do not overhype yourself. Okay, sometimes it is better to underestimate yourself. So let me tell you another thing from my personal experience. I never overestimated myself. Never when it came to anything. Because I had a lot of instances where I overhyped myself. Okay, like let's say before a test, I would say, oh my gosh, I'm going to nail this test. I'm the smartest on this planet and I would just fail the test. You know, sometimes overhyping yourself is just not that good and doing that in front of people just shows insecurity i know a person who always overhypes themselves and comes off as super confident and oh my god i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that but they never end up end up doing it you know (laughs) which is like okay i can myself say 
I'm going to be an astronaut, you know, I'm going to go to NASA, whatever. But the, these are just words. If you do not put in the effort and if you overhype yourself that much in front of people, you just come off as insecure, you know? So sometimes it is better to just not remind people of how smart you are and how hot you are. If you are actually pretty, if you are actually hot, if you are actually smart, you do not need to remind people 24-7 that you have these qualities. Because if you are smart, people will notice that. Even if they do not tell you, they will fucking notice that. If you lost weight, people will notice that. If you, you know, studied hard, people will notice that. People always notice and they always observe, you know? But anyways, sometimes it is better to basically underestimate yourself. For example, I went to a simulation exam at the exact college that I'm going to apply to, like the med school. And they basically, it was in May and they had a simulation exam exactly like the actual like entry exam. And I decided to, you know what, I'm going to take it, even though I do not know 100% of the book and chemistry, you know, Uh, I was really behind that chemistry and I still decided to take it and test my luck and whatever. And the entry grade is usually an eight, like everything past eight is good like you are gonna enter that college but i got a 65 and i was in fucking junior year which is an amazing fucking grade and do you know the grade that i actually thought i was gonna get i thought i was gonna get a 30 i got a 65 i underestimated myself but not in a negative way i wasn't saying oh my gosh i'm stupid i'm not gonna do anything i was being really realistic about it i was like okay i'm think i'm gonna expect a 30 because I did not study that much like lately and I got a 65. Do you know the pleasure that I felt when I got the email saying you got a 65? Oh my fucking God, I jumped around the house. I was insane. (laughs) I went to my biology teacher at school and told her and she was like, oh my God. And she was so hyped. I love that. So sometimes, you know, underestimating yourself, not overhyping yourself. It is the best thing you can do. Anyways, the third thing which I want to talk about is organization. You cannot be good at studying. You cannot be good at something without being organized, okay? In order to have a good mindset, you need to be organized. In order to have a good approach, you need to be organized. Like all of those three things are tied together. And being organized means to basically have an organized environment to study in, have organized notes, um have an organized schedule, organized time management, like all of those things. That's what I mean by organization, not necessarily having a clean room, but everything in your life should be organized. So these are the three mandatory things when it comes to studying. Anyways, now let's dive into fashion because I already talked for half an hour and I need to dive into fashion really quick. So I really had a huge style glow up like before this year basically i was always in a style crisis i was always like okay i want to have this aesthetic but wait i want to have that aesthetic also but i want to be uh i want to be a goth but i cannot allow myself to wear pink but i want to wear pink i was always in a style crisis constantly because i did not know myself one way that i improved my style was basically spend some time by myself And just get to know myself and get to know my environment a little bit. Because let's say if you live in a really hot place, you cannot have a style, you know, wear hoodies all the time and fucking long jeans and whatever. You know, you need to adapt your style to the weather. You need to adapt your style to where you are going. For example, if you are going to go to school, you cannot wear stripper heels, (laughs) shit like that. So you need to think about your environment And you also need to think about yourself and what you would want. I think the best way to find your style is just stare at yourself in the mirror. Observe your body shape. Observe what would be flattering and what would not be, you know, flattering on your body. Because there are some things which are not flattering on certain bodies. For example, on my body, um, skinny jeans, like low-waist skinny jeans are just the worst thing I could wear possibly, but high-waisted jeans, baggy jeans, shit like that make me look so good, 
you know, they are really flattering. There are certain things that do not flatter most people. Another thing which doesn't flatter me, mini skirts. Like those super mini skirts the size of a belt. They, on some girls, they just look really natural. But on me, I look like a hooker, not even kidding. Like, I know a girl who looks amazing in mini skirts and shit like that, but I do not. And it's not because I have, I'm insecure and I do not have confidence. It's because my body doesn't look flattering in certain pieces of clothing. And you need to observe your body and you need to know what is flattering on you and what is not. I became an expert at this. I literally observed my body from any angle possible. And now when I go in a store, I can just simply know what flatters me and what doesn't flatter me and it's so easy for me to do shopping like i can enter a store chill in there for 10 minutes and buy a lot of things and when i come back home they all flatter me because i know my body really well so this is one thing that can make you really good at your style and really good at fashion overall and another thing is defining your color palette okay um most celebrities have a really messy style because they do not have a color palette for example one celebrity with i think one of the best styles ever this year was fucking kim kardashian i do not know what the what it was with the divorce like they divorced like kanye and kim but the glow up girl oh my god her insta game is the best her style I am here for it and her color palette is amazing. She wears like really either light or dark colors but usually really neutral which I really like and I feel like that flatters her so much. And there are other celebrities which do not have a style like a defined color palette and they always look really like indecisive, you know what I'm saying? So when you are trying to figure out your style, go ahead and create a palette a palette of colors which will flatter you your undertone everything because maybe you will not look good with a gold dress on maybe you will not look good with a silver oh my god silver t-shirt on it really depends on your undertone so that's why you need to go in a store and try out different colors like it doesn't matter the item just try the colors okay because that's what really matters for me personally, my favorite um, color palette that I ever had in my life is the one that I'm currently having, which is, like Kim, neutral colors, but not nudes, not in uh, brown and shit like that. I tend to wear really low in saturation colors because I have a really cool skin tone. I'm really, really pale. And these things tend to look really good on me. Like you would say maybe, okay, but you wear low saturated pieces of clothing don't you look washed out um no i do not actually look washed out you know i do not wear all white like ever i do not like that but some my color palette is basically black white um beige army green uh gray like tones like that really flatter me and the color black just makes me look amazing because i like I said, I'm super fucking fair. In the winter, I'm the color of the wall. The wall is white. Like, I'm so fucking pale. And all black flatters me so much. And it's this huge contrast between my skin and the clothes that I'm wearing. And it's so amazing. And the same goes for dark-skinned people. Wearing neon colors or wearing really contrasting colors with your skin tone will really flatter you okay you also need to know your undertone because even if you are dark-skinned you can have a cool or warm undertone that exists and you know you need to know what flatters you and your skin tone and your undertone like it's not that difficult you just need to take a look at yourself at some pictures and the best way to tell your undertone is take a picture like take a selfie and then you can use Pixart or any editing app possible. And you can choose the color gold and the color silver. Put them together next to your face. And that's the easiest way to tell what undertone you are. If you look amazing next to silver, you are cool. If you look amazing next to gold, you are warm. And if you look amazing next to both, you are combination. You are not warm, but you are not cold. You are kind of a mix. 
you know? So having a good style is kind of like an iceberg, if you know what I'm saying. It's not just, okay, clothing that I feel comfortable in, clothing that is trendy, that doesn't matter, by the way. It's more than that. It's undertone. It's being clothing, being flattering. It's clothing that is both comfortable and fashionable. Like, let me tell you some statement pieces in my closet. So I have, you know those cargo pants that were really popular in 2017? That were really cringe? I have them, but I have them elevated. They have been really trendy lately. I think you've seen them if you're into fashion and all of those things. Basically, they are so big. Like, really fucking big compared to you. And... They just look really pretty and they are usually in solid colors. I have um, these cargo pants in three colors. I have really loose ones, like super fucking big in black. I have in army green and I also have ones that are kind of fit on me. Not tight, but kind of more fit, um, which are beige. And when you think about fashion, you need to think about contrast. You cannot wear most of the time, like you can break this rule at times, it depends on what outfit, but usually if you wear large pants, you cannot wear a large top, you know? So what I usually go for is these army pants, which are really big, these cargo pants, um, super large, and I go for a really tight top. I love turtlenecks, absolutely. And another thing which I love, anything cropped. <laughs> anything cropped is just so flattering i feel like my waist is really accentuated when i wear cropped pieces of clothing because if i wear like a full-on turtleneck that covers my uh, belly and i have these pants that are high waist they just make me look like a rectangle but if i have a little bit of a skin situation going on i just look more flattering and my belly just looks more flattering you know so I usually tend to go for turtlenecks and tops which are really like tight on me. So let me describe you my body type so you can see how these clothing pieces would be flattering on me. So right now I am a medium. I am not skinny, but I am not uh, bigger, you know, I'm kind of in between. I wouldn't say I'm slim thick. I wouldn't say that. I have thick thighs and I always have thick thighs because... It's in my genes. Everybody in my family has thick thighs. And even though I was underweight, like insanely underweight when I had anorexia, I still had bigger thighs. You know, I never had a thigh gap. I never had really skinny legs. I just couldn't. Um, another thing, I have a really nice waist. Like it looks <laughs> in the morning when I am morning skinny. It looks like I just literally had surgery and pulled a fucking rib. And I have a really small waist. So I'm blessed with that. And also I have a little bit of arm fat. So some tank tops will not flatter me, you know. So I tend to go for long-sleeved things. Or I tend to go for tank tops which are not really, really tight. That make me seem uncomfortable wearing them. And also I have a really nice chest area. Per. Anyways, so basically, you can imagine me wearing really large pants. Um, they make my waist look really good, and then I have a little bit of a crop situation, and I have a tight top. It makes me look really flattering. Also, another combo that I tend to go for is um, tight jeans. Um, they are not tight. They are kind of flared, if you know what I'm saying. Like, from my knee to my feet... Uh, the jeans are really large and from my knee to my upper side of my body they are kind of tight the this is basically what flared is and they make me look really flattering so i kind of wear these with a large t-shirt that i kind of tie and i leave a little bit of my belly out and it just makes me look really flattering also another thing which i really like to go for like I said, a lot of the times I'm going for super baggy jeans or baggy pants in general. I do not really wear jeans that often, but just wearing large pants makes me feel so nice because finding jeans for me is really difficult, really fucking difficult because some fit really well and they make my butt look amazing, but my waist and my waist area, they are really large or they just simply do not fit you know, or they cause me fucking pain, 
<laughs> my blood doesn't circulate well when I have jeans on. Like, <laughs> I was once at school. Oh my god, that happened a few days ago. I, I lost weight and now I can fit back in my jeans. You know, I the flared jeans that I was telling you about. They are black and they are ripped, uh, in my knee area. So they look really nice, but when I sit down with them, my blood just stops circulating in my leg area. And I felt so bad. Also, another thing, before, like, I think I told you guys a a lot on my podcast. Last year, I was bloated 24-7 and my belly hurt at school. The reality was I was bloated. But the reason why my belly was hurting hurting, (laughs) was because I wore jeans that were too tight for me. And they put so much pressure on my belly that it started to hurt genuinely so i experienced that same kind of bloating and pain in around my belly and also my legs just started to become numb <laughs> not even kidding i was like okay this is definitely the jeans um so i am not gonna wear them anymore at school until i lose a few more kilograms so i can fit in them just right okay so the thing is, if you purchase jeans that are too small, they will look make you look more, I don't know, more fat than you are, you know? Like, even around your stomach area. If you have really, really tight jeans, they will make your stomach look huge when it's not. So buy the jeans in your size. I know when you are a bigger size, you kind of feel embarrassed because, oh my god, I'm a bigger size. You're insecure about that. I was. You know, when I would go to buy jeans, even though they fit, when I saw size 42, that is um, European size, I think. But anyways, I was really devastated because throughout my life, my size was 38. And now from 38, I'm jumping to 42, like even not 44. I never wore 30. Oh my God, 44. But I was really close and I felt really bad about it. And I would be really embarrassed to purchase jeans, you know, because of that. So I get it. Like, it's painful sometimes, but it's just better. Because if I would purchase right now size 32, let's say I fit in them somehow, um, I will not have legs. <laughs> they will just turn purple and they will fall off. Right now I'm wearing 38 again, which I'm so happy I'm so happy because I can see, like, I can see my fucking progress. This summer, I lost so much weight. I'm so happy about it because I was never this determined in my life to do something, you know? But anyways, um, some brands that I usually shop from are um, fast fashion because I'm surrounded by fast fashion. I cannot not shop from fast fashion, you know? Like, even... You can... A lot of people say, oh, but you know, if you have money, like, you can still purchase um, non-fast fashion items, so many luxurious brands are fast fashion, come on, anyways, uh, I will not have this debate right now, (laughs) some clothing pieces I purchased from Zara, Um, I need to stop purchasing from Bershka and H&M and shit like that, oh my god, their quality is so horrible, it is so fucking horrible. Since I started purchasing, there's an app called Zalando. I know that it is available in Germany. And I think it is available everywhere in Europe. I'm not sure for the US. But Zalando is really good because they have a lot of um, environmental friendly pieces of clothing. And a lot of clothing stores that are not fast fashion. That I've never heard of. Which I'm purchasing from. And they are really nice. So since I started actually investing into good quality pieces of clothing, I I said fuck Bershka, to be honest. That is the worst clothing, oh my god, clothing store ever. Oh my god, I purchased once from Bershka a quote-unquote satin, 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 right, uh, flannel. And I wore it two times. And strings, strings from the fucking flannel were out. <laughs> it was ripped everywhere like on its own I did not do anything to it I cannot explain it it was the worst quality item I have ever purchased and it was like $20 fuck Bershka to be honest like it, it is such a bad store like in my area at least oh my god they only have anime shit I do not have anything with anime I'm actually an anime enjoyer if you want to suggest me an anime please go ahead 
I'm currently watching Demon Slayer and it is the most amazing shit I have ever seen. I'm crying constantly. Anyways, but basically, it really annoys me and it really angers me that it, they only have Naruto shit. I'm tired of that. I'm never watching Naruto. It's too long and I do not want that, okay? And at one point, I remember they had fucking League of Legends. Oh my god, League of Legends merch. Come on. Anyways, that is at boys. At girls, they have OnlyFans type of clothing pieces. Like, if I try on a skirt, it is a fucking belt, not a skirt. Like, they only have things for really petite, small girls, you know? Like, if you are really petite, really short, a really short mini skirt will fit you just right. But for a bigger girl, for a girl that is taller, purchasing these skirts will just make her look like a hooker. And the reason why I'm saying that is because your butt cheeks show. <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with being a hooker. If you want to be a hooker, go ahead and be a hooker. But me at 17, I do not want to look like one. You know, I do not want to be overly sexualized because people can see my butt from my skirt you know what i'm saying i know that you can be sexualized by wearing everything trust me i was being catcalled while i was eating at taco bell and i was eating so messily and i was catcalled <laughs> i was catcalled when i wore a hoodie that was almost until my knee like i do not know it was a really big hoodie and i was catcalled in that like i get it but, you know, having your butt cheeks just show is really wrong, especially at 17, you know? And you are more, um, you are put at more risk than usual, you know? So that's why I'm saying fuck Bershka, to be honest. Like, they are not inclusive at all, in my opinion. And not even inclusive as in making plus size sizes, but sizes for fucking human beings, <laughs> you know? Anyways, I have a few brands right here. Let me check my app, Zalando basically um okay some some brands that i really like are aldo they are most of them i think they are only available in europe i do not know aldo is a store for accessories and bags and shoes and that is really good next one is buffalo buffalo um shoes are really nice but i purchased a pair they were all white and they were ruined when my mom washed them and i was really disappointed anyways dr Mart martins anyways i never had dr martins but i wish i can have them and i think i will have them this autumn uh ewing oh my god if you guys are into like jordans and shit like that purchase patrick ewing shoes they are so amazing and comfortable anyways um another brand which i really like is juicy couture i have a set of fancy satin pajamas from juicy couture and i got them at 50% sale, it is so amazing. Anyways, Misguided, uh, Moon Boots, Oisho, uh, fucking Stradivarius. They are better quality than Bershka. Um, Von Dutch, Tommy Hilfiger, um, Polo, like US Polo. Um, Levi's, like some of them are more expensive than others. But these are just some brands which I really enjoy. And where I buy my clothing pieces from. But when it comes to moon boots, I never had moon boots, but I want to buy them. Let me tell you, so the brands that I listed right now are either brands which I really like and I want to order from and they are really good quality or that I actually buy from, you know? So anyways, um, that's it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I have a raspy throat right now and I need to go to bed. I'm so fucking tired. Tomorrow I'm going to wake up at 6 in the morning and I have a whole fucking morning routine ritual to do. Um, <laughs> every single morning I drink an espresso while I watch the sunrise on my balcony. It is so pretty. And also I put on a really comforting sweater, which I adore. And I take my cat with me and we take cute pictures in the morning. Um, but I also need to wash my hair. Oh my god, I hate to wash my hair. My hair gets greasy so fucking fast and the only way my hair can look good is washing it every day a lot of people say that is really bad for your hair but honestly this summer i tried to quote-unquote train my hair to not be oily you know that often and it did not work you know i kept my hair unwashed for like four days 
And the second day was just messy. So I needed to have, you know, ponytails and slick buns and shit like that. And I do not want to have a receding hairline at fucking 17. I do not want to become Jojo Siwa. So washing my hair every day was the best decision ever because now my hair is honestly healthier. You know, I do not recommend it for people. Like, if your hair gets greasy only after seven days, go ahead and keep that schedule because it is so amazing. I could never. But my hair, because it is really damaged, you know, from hair dye, now it is so fucking healthy. Like, it is so shiny and soft. Anyways, but still, at the end, it is really damaged because I used to bleach my hair really often, like once a month. And my hair was falling and ripping and it was crazy. Um, so it doesn't really retain that much moisture. It dries really easily. And if I just put oil in it, it won't get the same moisture as, you know, a treatment, conditioner. So washing it every day is really nice. But it takes me so long because my routine is basically I put oil in my hair. I allow it to chill like that. And then I go, I put on shampoo two times. This is the most important thing. Double cleanse your hair, please. Only at my roots. Then I put on conditioner. I detangle my hair with my fingers, not a comb. Comb? Okay. <laughs> and then I leave it on for a few minutes. I rinse it and then I put so much treatment, you know? But I do not put it on my roots or anything. I just put it on my ends, like from my from middle to ends, I would say. And then I rinse it. Everything is good. The aftercare is really, really important. I avoid to say this word because I cannot pronounce it. It is mandatory. Okay, so what I do for aftercare is before, when I used to have bleached, damaged hair, I used to say, okay, I'm not gonna dry it because it's gonna damage it more. So I just left it wet and, you know, I chilled in my bed. My hair got really frizzy and really damaged. When your hair is wet, it is really sensitive so it's not ideal to keep your hair wet for a long period of time you know to air dry so i dry my hair i put on heat protectant i dry my hair with my hair dryer and then i put on three holy grail products but you only need two leave-in conditioner and oil i use three because i have one leave-in conditioner from el Sev, uh which is half oil half a liquid and you kind of mix it and it's a spray so i spray it in my hair and then i use a product from olaplex which is again a leave-in conditioner so i use both of them but you can only use one and then i use moroccan oil oh my god guys please save some money and buy yourself the conditioner shampoo and oil from moroccan oil the best decision you can ever do i received some samples from sephora with the shampoo and conditioner oh my god my hair felt like i washed it at the salon and also on some other products which are really good for your hair paul mitchell when i used to use uh, paul mitchell hair products my hair was just so amazing and also now i use uh, alpecin i do not know if that is available in other countries i'm not sure alpecin is a really um really nice shampoo it makes your hair grow like crazy and it is really cooling. It has a cooling effect because it has a lot of mint into it. And it's really nice. Um, and also Revalid. Revalid is an amazing brand for, you know, conditioner, treatments, whatever. And also Olaplex, of course. Olaplex is more uh, high maintenance, just like Moroccan oil. But Paul Mitchell, Revalid, Alpecin, they are kind of affordable. So anyways. And... Basically, I either sleep with a braid or nothing, which is, I do not want to sleep with my hair like that because it, you know, damages, damages it. You know, I feel like I learned a lot about hair by watching, you know, Instagram videos and shit like that. My algorithm transformed into fucking lash extensions and hair and wigs and that's it. I love to watch wigs get installed. But anyways, so I learned about it a lot about hair i would see a lot of black girls wearing uh those things like to bed satin things to protect their hair and i was like what the fuck why are girls wearing that to like maintain the, their curls or what's going on so then i did research and i found out that this 
keeps your hair non not frizzy you know and it's really helpful even for straight hair so i decided okay you know what i'm gonna braid it and i'm gonna get a silk like cap soon i think i really want to get one because my hair when i sleep with it it kind of becomes messy so this is another reason why i wash my hair every single day so i think that if i will get a slick like a not a slick oh my god a satin cap my hair would be a lot healthier and i would wash it like once every two days or something when i make a loose braid the thing is my hair becomes um not wavy but it becomes really messy <laughs> so it like let's say half of my hair is uh wavy half of my hair is between wavy and straight like it's not consistent you know so that's why i do not really like to keep my hair in a braid but you know sometimes it is just better to do that i guess anyways so my throat is not alive anymore it is raspy and it is dead i am sleepy as fuck but we have one more thing left in the last episode i told you guys that in every single episode i'm gonna do a i'm gonna pull basically a tarot card which is gonna be a message for me and you okay and i really liked it last time it was a card that i really resonated with and i almost cried because of it so here i have my box with my tarot deck and my guidebook a little bit of asmr situation anyways let's just open it up and let's take my cards out and let's just pull a card okay i have the cards in my hands and now i'm gonna start to shuffle them and let's receive a message for both me and you. Okay, so I have the card right here. I cut the deck in half. I didn't see the card, so this is my first time seeing it. And we have Prince of Wands. Okay, so basically in a basic tarot deck, there are two cards, Knave and Knight you know but in this deck it is different and they are called princess and prince and if you want to get this deck by the way it is the most beautiful deck i resonate with it a lot i really like it it gives you honest advice it is called the enchanted tarot the remastered version it is so good anyways so basically this card it shows a man traveling he looks to be on a floating island on a horse and basically the meaning of this card is you do not need to be afraid of taking risks you should be working for what you want you should be envisioning what you want and you should be working for that certain thing in order to basically increase your effectiveness in this world and it is funny because this card says to not brag and to just do it this is exactly what the card meaning is and this is exactly what it says in the small guidebook and the funny thing is we talked about this in this episode about people who brag and never do it that's what the card tells you to just do not brag do it and stay in your lane you need to be open to opportunities. You need to be open to taking risks in order to become the most successful and best version of yourself and keeping the progress that you do for yourself. Do not brag before doing something. After you achieved your success, you can go ahead and brag all you want. But until then, make sure to stay in your lane and be humbled. So I really like this card and I really resonate with it. And I hope you guys resonated with this card as well i really like doing these um tarot card pulls because i in both of the episodes this episode and last episode i resonated with what the cards meant and i think that it is a really nice um activity to do even though i do not know you guys in person and i am not doing a specific reading for any of you um I, I think this card resonates with you and I think it's not just about like work or studying it is about what you want it to be about basically let's say you go to the gym and this card resonates with you because of that do not tell people oh my god I'm gonna be buffed in two months and you do not work for that you know what I'm saying like you know these cards that I'm pulling and that I'm pulling in these episodes, like this episode and the last episode, they have general meaning, and I'm giving you guys general me meaning. I am not interpreting them 
especially for me i'm just saying the general meaning of the card so you guys can take whatever you want from it and i can take whatever i want from it and we can be happy period but anyways uh i hope you guys liked this episode i really liked it i feel like after a draining hour of recording um and having a raspy throat doing a one card pull really cleanses me i do not know why like always like for example in the last episode i felt so tired after that when i did the small tarot card pool i felt so fresh afterwards i don't know if it's just the action itself that really calms my mind or this tarot deck just matches with me amazingly it is so fucking beautiful the imagery on it it is amazing and i really recommend it for beginners actually it is really nice and the guidebook is really really detailed But anyways, I hope you guys liked this episode. I will see you guys in the next episode, which is probably going to be a Q&A. If you want to submit questions, confessions, whatever you want, follow my podcast Insta page, Elephants Podcast. There I post on my story really often a link where you can submit anonymous questions and confessions and shit like that. And I also have it in my highlight in case you miss it. Like I have a few highlights, but I have one dedicated to this link. But anyways... I will see you guys in the next Q&A episode. Stay tuned.